Ashley. I'm Kieran. And you're listening to the Absolutely No Filter Podcast. The podcast for anybody who likes to keep it real. The Absolutely No Filter Podcast, a totally candid experience for anyone who likes to keep it real. Your hosts are Karen and Ashley, and they lay it all out in line for you. Zero F's given. No matter if you are 20-something or 50-something, they've got something for you. Join them as they outlandishly explore everyday wonders, curiosities, and dilemmas. 20-something or 50-something, they've got something for you. Join them as they outlandishly explore everyday wonders, curiosities, and dilemmas. Hey guys, I just took a selfie. This is Ashley. <laughs> this is Karen. I didn't. <laughs> and we got a another selfie girl next to us. Uh, Snapchat. Uh, real close friend Nikki is Hello. our special guest tonight. So welcome, welcome. To be here with you guys. This we is, are so happy to have you here. You're our first you. guest. I know. I love it. It's exciting. This is uh, lucky number four. Four <laughs> episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, tonight we're going to talk about our terrible bosses that we've had in our life. Yes. We've, those, had, we've had one or two. Those true assholes. <laughs> yes. The ones that, you know, it's like a... It's it's an evil that you can't really escape because you need a job and you have to pay your bills. <laughs> right, right. And you forget that you can leave. That's right. You get I, another job. I just forget about that part. You always forget about it. It's just it's nature. You're in the job and you just forget. Right. It just feels like you're you so locked in. Leave. Like you committed. You told all your friends. You told all your family. <laughs> I work here now. You, you told Facebook. Information. <laughs> I got to change all this shit now because my boss is an asshole. That's right. Does he get a new email now? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of steps that uh, really, you know, are worked into this quitting a job type thing. And it's, it's sometimes it's the best thing to do. And sometimes you have to. You have to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Before you wreck <laughs> rickety, wreck yourself. Yeah. Sometimes it's a learning experience for you. Because D's in your mouth is bad for your health. Oh my. <laughs> Put away that wine. Uh, <laughs> I only had like a half of a glass too. So. It's okay. I, it will help you. You know, speaking of wine, um, I've worked for some alcoholic bosses before. Yeah. And... Uh, so I, I, sh- I have two written down. The first one is I worked at a real estate office in Royal Oak, and um, I had two bosses, and one of them, um, I would have to, like, clean the garbage and stuff, and I would always find empty fifths of Smirnoff in the garbage or, like, in the bathroom drawer, and he would always go next door to, like, a convenience store and get um, a cup, like, a clear cup with ice and then a vitamin water. And homeboy, so sneaky. Oh, yeah, it was so <laughs> inconspicuous. <laughs> Pour the vodka into the glass with the vitamin water and like sip it all day. And I mean, you could smell his alcoholic breath across the room. Ugh. And then it would be like, it would be like, um, he would like start. Fights. We know you're gonna make some good choices today. Yeah, like really good. <laughs> he would get in fights with clients over the phone and like yell at. It was just like. Really toxic, and and that was one of the reasons I left. Uh, one of the men don't work for alcoholic bosses. It's yeah, a, it's a good rule of thumb. I think it's a good start, but a lot of if times you, you if don't you know. can avoid it, <laughs> right? If you're not in too deep, yeah, bounce. So, but they don't show the crazy till later. 
I remember a lot of my bosses, they don't show the crazy until you're deep into it. And then they're like, wow, crazy person comes out. (laughs) Right. It's almost like you should be able to kind of, you know, like when you're thinking of maybe switching schools or maybe attending a college, you go and you like do a shadow. Hmm. (laughs) It would be good. Great. Shadow job. If you could do that at a job. No, that is a great idea. I'm going to come for like a week or two. Yeah. More than a week. A week people can be on their best behavior. You're going to pay me. And I'm just gonna see, make sure none of you people are crazy, and then I'll and then I'll decide, and then I'll not stay, you know, because most right. places not don't have not crazies. And I feel like a lot of restaurants, like no offense to the service industry, people no, we out there, worked in restaurants for years, but there's a lot of the freak it, the freakiest people work in the restaurant and industry. we are freaky we've worked in restaurants before <laughs> yes. but we we uh identify with them so it's okay do you identify like as that. freaky I, I do oh i'll take guests on another podcast come back. for that ashley won't let me talk about it on this one <laughs> yeah because like my mom listens she's so. <laughs> like Love to find an episode Bonnie's out of town. Yeah, she doesn't for. want to hear about cream pies. <laughs> <laughs> we did have a long conversation we about did, that earlier. On the way here, so. that's nothing to do with jobs. That's not. We were not talking about cream pies in terms of jobs. We were just talking about them in terms of understanding what it is because we didn't in porn videos. Oh, in porn. In I don't porn. know what that is. We'll tell you after. <laughs> Should we? I feel like we should just tell people. No, no we've no, mentioned no, 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 too much. Look it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, Non-filter. Look it up. <laughs> Go on UrbanDictionary.com. Go on Pornhub and, and type in cream pie. <laughs> you'll, you'll figure it out pretty fast. Okay, great. Back to bosses that don't cream pie. Um, I used to work at a place called Pie. It's closed now. You did? And oh, right. I didn't know that. Speaking of cream pies, uh, <laughs> my boss there was also <laughs> an, what, ass? Uh, an alcoholic. Oh. Right. The omelet Nazi. Yeah. and he, Best omelets mm, ever. He would like sleep on this couch in the office or in the restaurant and it became like a more regular thing. Um, so that, that was always interesting, you know, seeing your boss wake up, you know, waking him up in the morning like, hey, we're here. Turn the lights on for us. Didn't you have to wake him up when you went in for the interview? I did. I did. I had to be like, "Um, are you... Are you so and so? You still hiring? And he's like, "Do you have any experience?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "You're hired. See you tonight at 5. Oh my god, what a loser! Yeah, so it was definitely interesting. <laughs> but he did know how to make an amazing omelet. Yeah, I mean, I'll give him that. He does. The omelets um, have always been on point when he's involved. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, though. At least he could back it up a little. Yeah, he could definitely. Made up for the little bit of drunk that he was. Right. Yeah. He was pretty angry, though, too, wasn't he? Oh, definitely. It was like throwing dishes. That whole place was angry. I feel like throwing dishes while you're working there. Uh, yeah. Like that place, it's, it, uh, speaking of crazy bosses, right? If If you have a crazy boss, it's like. It just the shit just runs downhill, <laughs> right? You know, everybody else trickle. It's a trickle effect. Yeah, it, it, sometimes it's like oozing downhill. <laughs> There's a lot of crazies, <laughs> right? Right. Well, because it just makes everybody else around them crazy. Yeah, yeah. Then so, they don't feel as bad about it. Have you ever considered, like, when we all call other people crazy, that maybe we're crazy and we just think they're crazy? 
I think that's a good possibility. That's why you have your <laughs> solid three friends. Who will tell you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> they tell you if it's you or if it's not. And that's why I'm so grateful to have Ashley. Yeah, because she's awesome. Because Unfiltered is not just the name of the podcast. Y'all. It's like the name of my life. It's for real. It, she doesn't not think a whole lot of twice about it, what she's going to say back to you. So if I want a real raw opinion about something that I'm doing or chose to do or a job or a boss or if I should leave or not, and I ask Ashley, I'm going to get the the real unfiltered answer. At least one person hates me every week due to something I say. <laughs> I'm working on it. Okay. Um, but, you know, sometimes when it's you... part of building and growing. When you start a job, like, you're hopeful. You're thinking, okay, yes. th- this is going to be great. This is the type of environment I was looking for. I'm going to grow here. Yeah, like, right. this. I'm about around a bunch of, like, strong women, and, like, we all understand, and then it turns into... Nope. ...something else, right? Right, right. Like that one job I just left. Yeah. So I thought... When I went there, was all women, and they were they all had kids my kids' ages, except for the the main boss. And I thought, wow, this is great! All these women, we're gonna have so much to talk about. We're gonna have so much in common, and it really seemed like we did the whole time I was there. And there was actually this other girl who I think was about twenty nine, and my initial reaction was, we're gonna have nothing in common. She's gonna get on my nerves because she talks constantly while I'm trying to work and. You know, I need to focus when I'm Nikki. doing my work. That's me at work. I just mouth Ashley. That's me. Like, I get in trouble all day for talking to other girls. Oh, really? They, don't, like, don't even like to have me in the office. Mm-hmm. Like, when I'm there, it's a it's a problem because I'm just a so the big old distraction. Well, so anyways, Speaking as it turned out, this young girl ended up being the person I was closest to oh, in, really? in the office. Yeah. And even today, Figures. I still talk to her. And the other bitches, after I got fired, wouldn't even return a text. Uh. Like, hey, good luck. Sorry. Sorry they handed you a box and walked you to the door. <gasps> you know, Did they and call security? No, no. But, no. She, but she had somebody else walk with her to walk me to the door. But this bitch was crazy. Are you, I like, kind of wild? No. No, she's very tame. No, you know like, what? Like, if they were firing Ashley, I could see security <laughs> guards being necessary. No, she was just you a crazy, know. crazy boss. She was just insane. Just the overdramatics. Overdramatic, right. and she just thought the whole world revolved around her, and she, you know, would walk around stomping her feet, and she would talk badly about her friends, which she didn't really have very many of, but she would talk really <laughs> badly. Figures. Well, even one died, and she still talked about a mean after they died. Oh. You know, and she was so rude, and she would walk around going, these are my dishes, these are my pens, these are my, you know, like a three-year-old, and you just wanted to punch her. And then I remember one day this girl left, I swear to God, two grains of of rice in the sink in the kitchen and she had a field day all day going on and on about this rice <laughs> and how does she live like that and oh my god she has such how, an how can you life. live like that <laughs> right I'm sorry who doesn't have rice in their sink going on. On. <laughs> right right it's like right who doesn't have you know something in their house that they don't I mean I have yeah. dishes I have laundry whatever but she doesn't have kids and she doesn't have anything she doesn't have a husband so she just doesn't have that she extra that load no, she, she has, has the that time, time yeah, right? To notice. So, of course, I needed to get back at this lady because I had to find some way to like get some comic relief out of this. And so, in the kitchen, there was always 
you know, this many uh, plates and this many forks and this many spoons. And everything just sort of had their spot. Right. And she was very particular that everything had to be in its spot. And she would check. She would count the dishes and make sure okay. they were all there. Easy. <laughs> Easy for you <laughs> right. to fuck with her at this point. <laughs> right, right, right. Neurotic. So, so I would move some of the dishes purposely. <laughs> Purposely, like with the cups and where the bowls are, or like the forks where the spoons were, and stuff like that, because I knew that would make her crazy. Right? Fuck you. Fuck you. (laughs) Teach you to mess with me. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. I figure, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She noticed for sure. What did she say? She sent out like a memo, like, everybody. Uh, We're going to have a last email. (laughs) Oh, perfect. Go fuck yourself. That's what put your last email. I know. I I sent her. I love it. It was like (laughs) when someone says per my last email, it really means go fuck yourself. It really (laughs) means in case you couldn't read, bitch, in the last email I fucking told you what to do. But you didn't read it. So in this email, I have to say, per my last email, (laughs) when I first got into like the office industry, using the word per... (laughs) <laughs> it made me sweat bullets. Or like as. Like I like as, didn't know. You know where you use as, as, as in a sentence like, uh, as I have a dentist appointment at 2 p.m. <laughs> I cannot do this as. Right. Like, You're that, like, that's not right. That was not in my vocabulary. In normal, in normal human beings don't talk like that. But when you get into office communications, Guys. you learn that there's a whole different l- language that you have to learn. And saying per this or per my boss's instructions, I cannot do that. And I have to send the email to four other people in my office to make sure I didn't sound like a moron before I sent it out <laughs> to anybody. Like, Am I using this term the right Speaking way? Speaking of horrible bosses, like we'll get we'll get back to back at la- it, your lady. But uh, no, we're good. Nikki and I do some some business together at work, and I'm not a boss, but I'm an assistant manager. Ashley is a motherfucking boss. Please don't let her lie and deceive any of you. But you know, when I send emails, I'm busy and I just like shoot out an email saying, Hey, I need this, thank you. And Nikki was like, Listen, (laughs) girls at my office That's not what her emails sound like at all, by the way. Girls at my office think that you are a bitch (laughs) because they don't say, Please do this, thank you. That's not she's like, You should just like throw a smiley face yes, emoji it changes the or, tone so now I like address all my emails like dear team dear ladies dear team sometimes smile. you send an email I send somebody if I'm delivering bread, bad news I'm like bread hey, news bread news that's <laughs> the best the champagne Nikki's had like <laughs> lots the entire bottle of champagne <laughs> that's so. why I came as the guest <laughs> with I actually gave me a ride <laughs> yes but s- sometimes you have to be a little more feisty in your emails, but it's not just not every email. Not every email. Yeah. Not every email where I have to say something. She's like, no. You know, She's not at her period. A smiley just- face changes totally the tone. Or like if you address the email like, hey, girl, or hey, ladies, or like it changes the tone it makes it more of casual. the email. It does. Instead it. of being it. like, Respectfully, per my last fuck email, you, I, I don't apologize. like what you did. Right, like I don't like what you did here, and I'm complaining about this. Respectfully, Ashley, like mm, nobody's gonna be your friend except me because I'm already your friend after you sent that email. 
We got you. You wanna the the purpose in the office, like the structured office work environment, is you have to keep the people that you need on your good side. Yeah, no, I get that. I if get that now. If they're horrible and awful and you hate them, it doesn't matter. You have to keep them. You gotta fake it. You gotta really fake it sometimes. Yeah, in my industry, we don't do f- smiley faces. Oh, my God. That right. is strictly I forbidden. Said, I send a smiley face on almost every I know. I'm tempted email. to. I'm tempted to because I feel like, like I need talk to. talk to you soon <laughs> and I throw a smiley in there and it's like all of a sudden the tone of the entire email right. has changed into like I'm smiling while I'm Just want you to know to. I'm smiling. Yeah. Because before emojis, I didn't know you were smiling when you sent a letter to me. <laughs> it's, a, it's a change of life. It really Pre-emoji. is. Pre-emoji. Well, speaking of, you know, me Pre-emoji. being a bitch or whatever, I used to have a boss that would tell me, you're a bitch. Just so you know, you're a bitch, Ashley. Like, he would tell me this. I was a personal assistant to this landscape architect. Mm. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Aqua. he... <laughs> He just was like an artsy-fartsy type person, speaking of fart noises. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for the fucks. Thanks for that. You're welcome. That's why I'm here. You know, and he like uh, just like thought he was the shit. And I was a bitch. I was like 21, 22. Like it was just, you know, collect the paycheck, whatever. But um, he would be like, you're a bitch. Just so you know, like you're a bitch. And he's like, I like that about you, but you're a bitch. Hmm. Um, Did you say thank you? No, it kind of hurt my feelings. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because Ashley is so in your face and direct. But if you hurt her feelings, she's exactly like her mother. She's like, oh, did you just say that to me? Oh, my God. So I can't sensitive. believe you said that so to me. So sensitive. <laughs> You guys are sensitive. No, we Dish love it. it. It's okay. We, we do. love you. You're the one who was mad that I didn't put in a fucking emoji in my email. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not mad. Sensitive. I'm just saying it. It helps to to rally the team. Okay, right. you're not allowed to do this during podcast. It rallies the team. If you throw a smiley in there, I get it. Makes, it. You want to make honey. everybody little feel honey. like they're on your side, right. and they're working. We're all working for the same cause here. You know, like you want right. to. Give that illusion, and as silly illusion, as it sounds, that like, is. illusion. It is an illusion, and as Except silly as it sounds, a smiley face that delivers that. That's yeah, all it takes. It's all it takes one smiley. There's a lot of like manipulative bosses. Like your last boss, the last place that you worked, it was like you almost felt like okay, you have this talk right with them, and you're you have this like come to Jesus, and you're okay, we're on the same page, right? And then all of a sudden, it's like five minutes later, and you're like, did. Did I just have amnesia or did, did that entire conversation we just had not not happen? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of bullshit that goes on in offices where, you know, the boss will tell you, oh, you know, everything's going to be different. I'm really sorry for the way I acted. And then you turn around next day. They're back at it. And they're just they're going to be who they're going to be. Yeah, I feel like as soon as your boss starts apologizing to you, <laughs> might be a sign. You should probably go. Yeah. The yeah, thing is, it's hard to go. I mean, I was looking. It is. Wait, whenever I you're in trying. any job, it right. feels hard to leave, though. Yeah, it does. It's deceivingly. You get like a weird like commitment to people <laughs> even though that they you don't, don't even know at all. They're not even nice to you. And half the time they could get too But you feel this you. like loyalty right. that makes it hard are. to leave. Right. Yeah, speaking of loyalty, uh, Nikki works for a family member. I do. And she's been working for this family member for a few years now. Almost eight. 
Almost eight years. Your family then. member? I never knew Yes. That. My oh. brother-in-law, my sister's husband. Nice. Is a partner in the company that I work for. And in case you're listening, we he hates me because... He does not hate you. Like, he kind he of He does not me. hate you. I'm at to blast Title Connect all <laughs> of over this podcast. If you are... Buying, selling, refinancing. You're an attorney. You <laughs> like to look at real estate. You like to shake your booty in She's some bathrooms. Right like whatever you want to do, Title Connect can help you. We'll connect you to professionals that blend well with you. We have a huge book of business. It's going to be $25 for um, All you got to do is take Sponsor. a Snapchat with me. And we'll give you free closing costs. Like, that's not that, it's not that hard. That's not that hard. Wow. That's quite a so, deal. Right? But it creates a pretty di- uh, interesting dynamic. Yes. Working Stick for to the family. topic. Stick to the Sorry. topic. Sorry. I had to I had to just blast my <laughs> company real quick. Go Title but yes, Connect. Go Title Connect. <laughs> we'll Woo-hoo. connect you to it's your the spot to be. To anybody. To anybody in the real estate profession. Can we you give me a date, back. maybe? I got you, girl. <laughs> but yes, working for my brother-in-law. And I will. I want to preface this with, like, he's not just, like, my brother-in-law. Me and my sister are 11 years apart from each other. Him and... He's more like an uncle. He's, he's like, my real brother. They've right. been dating since I was five years old. So okay. it's basically as if I work for my actual blood, blood relative. Right. So the first few years I worked for him, I you know I had started off as a receptionist, entry yeah. level. I didn't know what we did. We emailed each other what, all day, all day long. <laughs> I did not know what we did. I didn't know what title insurance was. I'm sure a lot of you out there don't know what title insurance is. I was one of you. I thought we did something with cars. <laughs> all I had ever heard, all I had ever heard, title was for title of a car, right. and I. He said, I'm going to have nothing to do with the hiring of you or the firing of you. And if I will, I'm just giving you a lead on an interview. And if it works out, it works out. And if you fuck up and we fire you, this has nothing to do with our family. So I was the receptionist for three years. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Which was three years longer than any receptionist they had ever hired had had to stay in that position. No other receptionist was there. And she more was the best receptionist months. they've had because yeah. whenever I go into her office, the girl that's there, she's like, "Hi." Yeah, I was fire, <laughs> obviously, personable, and friendly, very and talkative, welcoming these people to talk about right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, and, but it was, I would say, the first two years that I worked there was a real struggle, and and that happens. I know. Other people who work for family members feel the same kind of pain. Like it, it. There's a fine line between where you go to what you're willing to say to your boss and what you're willing to say when it's your your brother. Yeah. And there were a lot of slamming of doors and <laughs> other people in the office coming up. Like, are you are you guys really going there with these fights right now? The rest of us are here, and it, it was intense for. Quite a few years of working there. So he's not a horrible boss, but it, no. it, it was. He's a wonderful boss, it was but a, it was a real learning curve of just working with somebody that you have that comfortable level with that also doesn't want anybody. That was a huge. That was a huge part of it was that he doesn't want anybody to think 
I got the job because I was related to him. Even though that's the best place to get a job, why would anybody not want you right, to like know I'm that, sorry, that you take your care of your family? Your brother-in-law doesn't have a company that he owns. Sucks for you. Right. He didn't want me to have that mentality. He wanted me to know, like, if the <laughs> office starts at 830. Except you do have that mentality. If I'm not there no. at 828. Yeah. I was getting calls and text messages that I was being disrespectful, that I oh, wasn't wow. there early. So it it definitely gave me a good reality check on what other bosses are like. And I wasn't expecting to come into that working for my brother-in-law, that somebody was going to be, like, riding my ass that hard. <laughs> and it also gave me a good That's check what she on – not, not in a good way. <laughs> and it also gave me a good re- reality check on how other people perceive you when you work for somebody that you're related to. Yeah. Because that was a huge learning curve for me too, having to deal with like inner office, like my coworkers, uh, inner how office. they handled that. We can have a whole topic on inner office. <laughs> that, just that chain of command was a learning curve for me. I did, like if I had a problem with something, I just went to him. He was my brother. Yeah, that's the only right. person that I really know here that I work for. Well, at least you're getting a steady paycheck now, and you don't have to. Generally speaking, don't have to hound people down. But that's I mean, true. You took many years, but we got there. Karen, mm. Karen, like you know, has been doing freelance stuff, and, and right. I mean, not like a, a horrible boss because he's not really your boss, but you've had this client of yours, right? Who like doesn't want to pay sometimes for the work. Oh yes, oh. yes. You know that's the worst when you have to like hound them down to get paid. Right, you have to call yeah. them. Hey, where's my money? Or how about you know? Hey, we have all this work and we're so excited and we can't wait for you to do this and that. You don't do just cash, and you don't hear from them. And you're like, wait, I thought you were super busy and you were going to have all this work for me. Where'd you go? Yeah, yep. It's always it's like. People are flaky. Yeah, people are flaky with their word or like – You have to – I feel like at a certain point you have to just demand cash. Well, now – Up front. Well, well, no, you can't always do that, especially in my field. Um, unless you're in, in the wedding business, then it's like <laughs> we need all the cash up front and then we're going to take no, our fucking I'm not fucking saying all of the cash. But so bef- before I was in title, I nannied. No, 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 nannies. So did I. We got lots of nanny stories The nanny stories are the best because you're dealing with real families – Sure. Real, regular people that all of you know. And we won't, that's why we won't use any names. I don't know them. I love some of the families that I work for, and I still love their kids and love that I was a part of their family. But I can't tell you how many times checks bounced. bounced. Oh, the worst. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I'm planning to go out with my girlfriends, and your $450 check for me working the whole week of cleaning your dishes and underwear and Changing Baby's your ass and like, and your child's happy and healthy and safe, and your check bounces. Yeah, it's really deflating. <laughs> right. It's really not motivating to keep coming and like doing the best you can for their children and household. Right, yeah. but we were talking earlier about how it's so hard to then go up to them and say, "No, it's ho- because you're so you're close with them. Right. You love their kids. Once you develop that relationship with their children, it's hard to say to somebody your check bounce. Right. Give me my it's money, a, right? But it's a hard thing to fun. say. It's a hard thing to call someone out on 
Yeah, right. but I mean, now... Ashley's got huge kahunas. Okay, no, I don't. yes, you do. <laughs> Ashley has enormous balls, and she'll say whatever the fuck is on her mind. For me to tell somebody that the check that they wrote me bounced was a week of counseling on the phone with my mom <laughs> for how I was going to say this and lay this out, that they have to pay me cash I'm from sure they on. got a notification from their bank. They like, knew. They fucking knew. But they weren't bringing it up, and I wasn't bringing it up, and I'm yeah. very passive. So it's hard yeah. for me to have those direct conversations. Yeah, for sure. But so, eventually, so I used to do. I used to have the same struggle. Yes, and now when I, I have this current client right now, and every Wednesday he's supposed to write me a check, <laughs> and literally he's like walking out the door at three o'clock the other day, and he doesn't give me the check. So I said, "Hey, uh, boss, uh, when are you paying me?" And it was just like so direct and so nice, and just like, "Hey, like, oh yeah." I mean, I'm not here for fun. I'm not going right, to take your right. kid to soccer. Yeah, I'm here to get paid. I'm doing a fucking good job for you. Get, get me a check. You know, I don't want to have to ask you every week. What do you say? He said, oh, my God, you're right. Oh, my God. You know, and they don't mean it, but they just get busy and they're, you know. My mom doing- works for a family in Birmingham. They're very wealthy. And the mom recently had cancer. My mom was there through the whole thing. And they constantly forget to pay her. Same thing happens. And she gets so nervous. But they love – I mean, they come to my family's, like, Thanksgiving. They come to, like, all of our family holiday dinners. Like, my mom thinks her kids are, like, her grandchildren. Right. They need to set up an automatic bill pay on their bank they just forget. Exactly. So they don't it have just to forget. slips their no, mind. No, I know the same thing happens to me. And there are some bosses that that ha- – I mean, listen. We're listening. There are some bosses. <laughs> you got the floor. There are some bosses that will just not pay you to try to fuck you over and get I've out of the that $700 dollars a week that they owe you that yeah. they don't really have. Don't misread this portion of it. But sometimes people just forget. Yeah. And sometimes you Every just week. have to say, and that's another thing that I wanted to mention, even about the job that I have right now is like a her expenses, a, a, a career, not even the expenses, but for raises. Oh, Nobody yeah. is ever. I just want all of the women. I'm I'm especially oh, speaking to the women right now. I am. I just go Nikki. Switched my seat onto it. Even the <laughs> but guys too. No one's giving you a raise. No one is handing raises out to people for no reason. People who own companies own companies because they want to make fucking money. And they work their asses and off. They and they do. And they, they bust their asses and they get what they want and they hire you to do the shit that they don't want to do. As little as possible. Exactly. Payment. If you want a raise, you need to go out there, out of your comfort zone, and ask for that raise. And you need to ask so for hard. $4 more than you're expecting to get an hour <laughs> because there's going to be negotiations there. That's right. And Go you high. need to be ready to make that. I made the mistake of waiting years until I asked for a raise because I wanted to feel like when I asked for a raise, I had earned it. Right. And I was told in response to that, I could have been asking for raises every six months oh, that yeah. I had been employed. And I should have been doing that. And if I had been doing that, I wouldn't be so upset with what my salary was at this point. 
Did you ask if you can get a retroactive? I yes. said you can just include that then. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> thank you, right. Uh, pretend I had done that. <laughs> and you can include that in this enormous raise that you're about to give me. Right. To not be poverty level right. salary. Right. Thank poverty. You. What about your what about your family though that you were that one family with the mom who was Oh, she was nuts. Okay, oh. so I was a nanny for two different families. The first family I was a nanny for um didn't know at the time, but after the fact, I realized that they had me on nanny cam. And Are you picking your nose? The best. No, I probably picked my nose several times. Everybody needs to have a nanny cam so you can like, fuck with your nanny. Yeah, hardcore. like pull wedgies <laughs> on my butt. Like just, you know, whatever. No, like no, smell no, no. my B.O. No, you have to tell like, the real No, like, no, no, no. Like, But these are the things like I'm, I thought about like, so oh. After a, the fact. Uh, you owe me fifteen dollars because you drank this entire bottle. Anyway, um. I, I do. It's fine. I don't mind. It's okay. So I would I would pick the kids up from school and then I come home and she would she was a lawyer. They're both lawyers. They left like a printout on the counter for me detailing like make one cup of pasta for each. None kid. of which she did. And I was like, fuck. I was like, fuck that. These kids are skinny. Like I'm just gonna. You know, whatever. I'm going to fatten up your kids so you no, need some meat on their like, bones. Make so-and-so a half of bagel. And I'm like, I'm going to make a full bagel and I'll have the other half myself. Well, she used – I also would help out in their law office during the day and she would make comments to me like, oh, um, I'm noticing like the bagels are um, – <laughs> Shut up. She did not say something about the bagels. Yeah, and one time she was, <laughs> something was cooking in the crock pot, and I like just like opened it up to see what it was and closed it. And she's like, "Yeah, next time the crock pot's going, please don't open it." Oh, in a note, in a note, though, in a not face to face, in a note, or face to face. One time, like I love Cheetos, they had Cheetos, okay, and I was like, "I'm gonna have some Cheetos." Don't put your Cheeto hands on our couch. <laughs> no, she was like, "Well, the kids have been telling me that you're not eating very healthy snacks." <gasps> Oh my god! And I was like, "What?" I was like, "Whatever," you know. I didn't think. I didn't think about it. But then after the fact, totally was on nanny cam the entire time. Whole time. Um, The kids were crazy. They were crazy. I had to quit. But I also nannied for a family where the mother was sick with MS and three kids. Right. And um, you know they were good to me. They gave me a car. They gave me spending money. But it was like. Major manipulation. I was in college and she would be like so sick in bed that she would be like, I need you to skip class and drive the kids to school. Oh, right. I remember. Right. I remember this girl too. Um, yeah. Or they would forget to pay me. And so I'd have to like go on this wild goose chase after I'm done with work to meet them up for money. But the one good thing about that was the dad felt bad and would always slip like an extra hundred dollars in there. Oh, he nice. knew. Whatever. He knew. Yeah. So that was awesome. But um, – yeah, I had to quit that job. It was like kind of a no call, no show type deal. I felt really bad, but and then didn't you see her recently? Did I did. You bump in her? Yeah, we were in our premarital class at the <laughs> temple, at our temple and Jewish temple, just to be clear. Um, <laughs> As opposed to the others, other <laughs> types of temples, um, <laughs> like the Masonic temple. I don't know. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Like, uh, yeah, no. So anyway, um, but it was also an intro to Judaism class. And, of course, homegirl is sitting, the male boss. No. Like, right across from me. And I was like, I was like, babe, do you know who that is? You know, whatever. I remember. I remember this. I remember this. So I didn't say hello. And she called me. And she's like, Ashley. And I was like, 
oh, oh my God, <laughs> I didn't even recognize you. That's what I thought you were going to do this last weekend when we saw other people yeah. out to brunch. No, no, no. That you like know, but you have like a beef with, like a mild beef with. Yeah, no, I was, I was fully expecting, because yeah. that's how I would have handled it. Yeah, but, yeah. I would have just been like, meh. You know, it's just better to be nice and because usually the beef you have with anyone is just your own Blow beef. over. In your own you head. Yeah, over. in your own head for sure. <laughs> we were talking about that today. Yeah, definitely. And um, speaking of nanny cams, okay, Ooh. I used to work for this corporate company. Um, they were an oil company. All right. And I worked in their executive office in downtown Birmingham. And if you don't know downtown Birmingham, it's like a very um, high-end, affluent area. And these people, like, thought the sun shined out of their ass. I mean, (laughs) you had to have, like, a code to get in. And then you go in. It's like this gourmet kitchen. There's a wine cellar. They have a private chef working in the office. You have to dress up, even though there's like five people total that work in the office. Oh, I hate that. Um, (laughs) But they make anyone who works in their office, corporate office, personal office, get a hair follicle drug test. Oh, no. And I'm not, like, a drug user, but, like, I've had some fun. I let, you know, smoke pot, whatever. I have my medical marijuana license. I'm not afraid, you know. <laughs> Proud member. Proud. So I I work there for, like, four months or so. And then all of a sudden I get, like, an, an email from the other assistant who I work right next to. She's, I remember She was this. too afraid to tell me. She was <laughs> I like, remember this. it's oh your time. God, I was a receptionist at my job at the time. And I was like, you have to go. She's <laughs> like, it's your time to go take your drug test. So They're I'm not gonna, asking me for this. But, <laughs> but moral of the story is I, like, passed because I, like – Fucking fried Drink my a hair. bunch of vinegar? Fried? No, I soaked my hair in vinegar. Oh, it, you did? It worked. Yes, I remember it this. It worked. And you drank a I lot of know, water, didn't you? but no, your hair was horrible they after. cut, like, oh my a, God. like this width Listen, of a pen of hair out of your head. If you're so worried as an employer, I ha- I'm sorry. I have to just, just like. Inter- it's in- okay. I have to just, like, had intervene all, to You've had a this. whole thing of sex. If you are so <laughs> Fucking worried that somebody's doing drugs at your office. Pot is not what you need to worry about. Nobody's like smoking pot before they go to work. Except for you. Yeah. (laughs) And not doing their job though. Right, you like, could tell you can if they're doing their work. fully function and do your job. Except for our waiter tonight for dinner. I swear, he must have oh, smoked yeah. like 10 he bowls. He was just a moron. And some like, people oh. are just that way. And it's not... That a, a that a boss would cut hair out of your head to yeah. me is especially like, that much. I am like I was working, so stunned by this. I was working for like I'm thirteen. Upset. I think it was like thirteen dollars an hour part time, part time. And he cut your hair. <laughs> they to did test it, you they, for drugs. They did it for like even their their chefs. Like that they what are the drug like for heroin? I don't know. But my whole my whole thing is like some of these bosses are just so fucking intrusive. Right. For Tide? It's, it's like... They're intense. They're, no, like the nanny Is he can't, testing you for Tide Pods? Tide Pods. <laughs> <laughs> Is he? What was yeah, that? Like, household installation? It's so cute. You guys are so cute. <laughs> I don't understand. Like... Yeah. What's the drug? Can are they? Can they test Ajax, for that? Ajax. Can they test for Ajax? No. Nope. So, so there was this meme. <laughs> like, you know the Tide Pod challenge that's 
fucked up when oh, people are so doing. Funny. All these kids are like, oh, there's a challenge. Or, Wait, it's a challenge? No, it's you okay. It's, I this. talked to a high schooler about it. Okay. And they told me it's just a joke. And you're not no. supposed to eat it. It's more like take a picture of it within your mouth, with what with it, with what? it in your mouth, and just spit it out. Which is still stupid as fuck. Right. But there was a meme I saw, and it was like, "Oh, you're still doing the Tide Pod challenge," <laughs> and these people have a bottle of Ajax, and oh. it's like in lines, like they're snorting lines. Oh, gosh. It's like, Where's that's the, cute. Tide the Pod insulation in your in your drywall? <laughs> and they're like, your walls filled with cutting can. <laughs> One time that did happen oh to God. me, though. Me and my neighbor across the street thought the insulation was something to play with. That explains a lot. I'm that not kidding. We literally plated it for like an hour, and her mom found us oh and freaked gosh. the fuck out. Did you have a rash? Oh, we had to sit in like tubs of baking soda. Because <laughs> oh, wow. at oh. that time, like baking soda tubs was a cure all. For I like know. four hours, my mom kept me in the top. Oh we That's just played it. Well, at least you didn't eat like ten. No, we didn't eat any of it. We just played in it like regular well, kids. So, ladies, um, yes, we are like talking up a storm, and we're, we're we, we got to wrap it up soon. All right. Oh, wow. So, I mean, I guess well, I think we should ask Nikki our questions because oh. she's in a very. Talkative, yeah. Let's ask her our questions. Because I had all the six, you know, all those things we had. Yeah. So okay, Okay. we're gonna start off with a confession. You just and this can't be like some bullshit confession. Has to be a good one. Like I bought a unicorn lamp. Like in hindsight, that was not even a confession. That was said that as a confession. I did. That's why I'm saying that like doesn't count. I said I beat my kid, and you said you bought a unicorn lamp. Okay. I'm just saying. From the kids section, target ass bitch. <laughs> How about every time I talk to Nikki, I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm at Meyer. <laughs> I live at Meyer. She's I always at Meyer. She was like, if I'm any, Listen, any hot single men out there are looking for like a really cool Meyer's down girl. ass chick, a shopping companion, go to Meyer and find me <laughs> there and approach me because I will not approach you, but approach me there and. Unless you're a creep and we don't. Could, yeah, then then don't. But so, if you're normal, we could see where it goes. Go ahead and give us a confession. Something um, this week that you did that you need to <laughs> okay, confess. you know what I'm about to say? What we were talking about in take the car. Take me to church. <laughs> to take your ass you shouldn't be to church. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't because that's all that's on my mind right now. Okay, what's the con- – go ahead. <laughs> Share it with the world. All right. Just to drive, just to drive. You're talking loud. Oh I know. God. I'm so loud all the time. I don't know what to do. All right. Just to drive the listeners. Talked to a guy friend of mine talk- earlier. And a lot of, I feel like ladies out there don't know what cream pies are. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. We're back to the cream pies. <laughs> Ashley was really thrown. I was really thrown. So I have a guy friend that I don't hook up with. He's just a buddy of mine. Friend zoned. But he's my sounding board for all sexual things that I hear about that I don't know what they are. So last week (laughs) I heard camel toes are in. Oh, no. Okay. That's That's what we'll do the confession about. That's good. Okay. We'll skip the cream pies. We'll go to camel toes. (laughs) Kourtney Kardashian will be happy. (laughs) (laughs) It's easier. I feel like. If you guys didn't know, they're in. 
I didn't know they're in. One of our I other heard, very good friends had let me know that on an episode of Wags. It's like women, w- wives, and, oh, girl- right, right. and girlfriends. Yes. What does the S stand for? And girlfriends. Sports. Are freaky. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have no Sluts. idea. I might skip Sluts. this fan. Slutty wives and girlfriends. I have no idea. That's okay. So my, camel toe. My, so they're in. They sell panties. <laughs> I they hate sell that word. <laughs> panties. I love the word panties. That have like a fake camel toe? Yes, with the cushioned camel toe in them. So my confession of Ew. the week is, <laughs> my confession of the week is that every day this week that I've gone to the gym. You've had a camel toe? I've had a camel toe and I've fucking worn that bitch out proud. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I have not tugged. Have you got it out any? at all? <laughs> I haven't got off the treadmill or the thigh pusher <laughs> or been Russian twists or what my stairmaster, whatever I'm doing. I normally get off and I'm like yanking at my crotch to pull my camel toe out. <laughs> this week I was like, "Let it ride. Come and get me, honey. <laughs> like you see this, and out and proud <laughs> with it." extremely aggressively that's my confession for the week did it work i mean i've had some compliments <laughs> ma'am <laughs> your camel toe camel is so toe. lovely yeah. <laughs> which it sounds weird but like really guys some guys love camel toe some guys don't yeah it's hit or miss i see but it ma- it just makes you feel so take much a better at the gym, like to get off of a machine that you're using and have to like move, like pull your outfit around to feel like it's okay to walk to the table to spray a paper towel to clean the machine that you were just working on is ridiculous. Right, I feel yeah. like in yoga so this you're week always was moving your super, This week was super empowering. That like every time I got off of something. I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I just like walked over to the next thing I was going to use, walked over there to the spray station to go wipe down whatever machine I was wow. working on. This is just enlightening. Ashley was happier about it than she is now when she heard about it <laughs> because she is a constant camel toe for life. I do? You do. CT for life. You you admitted it to me. All right. So my, con- my confession is that um, real I want my aunt to give a confession. Oh, thank you. That's it? That's I, I got to think of one. I got to think of one. We'll go back. Oh, man. I don't know if I have one. Okay. I'll tell you. guys mine. are going to leave me? I, my husband and I love chicken wings. Okay. Oh, and every time we go out to eat. Yeah, just finish it up. No, it's empty. Here, you can finish this. It's so upsetting. Um, the wine. So gone. whenever we go out to eat, it's like we always get chicken wings everywhere we go because we're just in the search for the best chicken wings. So on Saturday this week, we went downtown, and we were both hungover. And we were downtown for, like, a purpose. I had a yoga thing to go to. And then we, I wanted a Bloody Mary, and we went to this place, and we had really delicious wings. So where was the place? It's Plug called it. Firebird Tavern. Okay. And it's in Greektown. And it was good. So we were just going to have a drink there, an appetizer, and then go somewhere else. We order these wings, and we're like, these wings are the shit. We're going to get another order. <laughs> so it's after, the best when that happens. So after my first Bloody Mary, I get this idea. I'm like, I should start a wing Instagram and share 
all of my wings that I'm eating with I, the world. I made some last night. You made wings. I did. Mm. So In my you, slow cooker. Fried? No. Uh, slow broiled. cooker. Mm. Slow cooker, then broil. I love wings. So that's my confession. I wa- I was trying to make it like anonymous. Like, you know, I had this idea in my head with my first Bloody Mary rushing through my body. Like, this is about to be the next big Instagram sensation. People are going <laughs> to love my wing. I think I have like eight followers. Follow? What is it? Detroit Wing Ding. Detroit wi- at Detroit it Wing It is ding. at Detroit Wing Ding. I knew it. So. Follow them. They're fucking awesome. And if you don't follow them, I'm going to plug Manhattan Fish and Chicken. And I hope one of you Plug. motherfuckers that work there oh, are Lord. listening to this because you have the best, best ever fried chicken wings. And Captain Jay's, if you go there, get the lemon pepper so if you're list- wings. Okay. I'm a wing connoisseur now. She's going to be a special guest yeah. editor on Detroit Wing Ding. <laughs> I want to be. I want to be a Even repeat. Ellen. I want to be a repeat. I hope you guys ask me back. I hope you Even guys Ellen's ask me back. Even Ellen's laughing and Ellen. I don't know. Ashley's really hard. Yeah. Ellen I, I don't like, know if she'll doesn't... ask me back. I don't know. Come Ellen, on, do you girl. like wings? I uh, don't eat meat. Hold on. Oh. But uh. I have eaten wings in the past and I've enjoyed them. And I am on the search for the perfect vegetarian wing. Mm. Um, I've had Morningstar, not quite a fan, but I will say, um, there's a place in Clawson, Black Lotus. Okay. Has oh. Black Lotus? Mushroom vegetarian wings, and they're served, like, as wings, so. It's amazing. As a guest contribution, I will go try <laughs> the vegetarian wings, and they I'll They also, just as a tip wings. for Black Lotus. <laughs> of course, you have the something The sushi <laughs> place next door. Has vegan sushi? That's the... The best sushi, noble fish, noble fish. That like oh, you, yeah. everyone says you they want got the best. like yeah. the only sushi restaurants that I go to get their fish from there. It's the freshest. It's the best sushi and raw fish around. Perfect. If you Thank go to Black Lotus, you can bring the sushi from there and drink. At their bar. So, okay. All right. Thanks for the. It's a good. Time. Thanks for uh, you know. There's a whole restaurant podcast next door. You can carry door. out. Yeah. Why don't you, you hop can in carry over there? Hop in over there. <laughs> Auntie. I will. Karen, do you have a? <laughs> do you have anything to add? Uh, no. You know what? I don't have a confession right now, except for that I was watching weeds at work today because I was filing and doing things that were so boring that I needed to keep myself busy. So I had. The TV kind of small in the corner of my TV and realized how much sex and weed is on the show Weeds. Hence the name. Hence the name. <laughs> Good show, though. Well, Good show. thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks so much, Nikki, for being on uh, the podcast. You were Thank you, guys. Um, ab- absolutely wonderful. wonderful. <laughs> and you had no filter whatsoever. You had no filter, no. Nikki. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So uh, tonight... We uh, talked about our horrible bosses, and if you want to connect with us, you can reach us at – go ahead. Uh, you can email us at absolutelynofilterradio at gmail.com or Facebook, absolutelynofilter. Uh, we got an Instagram, absolutelynofilterradio. Um, on SoundCloud, absolutelynofilter. There's a, a theme here, guys. <laughs> there is a And thing. our website's coming soon, absolutelynofilter.com. And if you want to tweet us uh, at ANF Podcast, uh, please show us some love. Let us know if there's 
um, anything you want to hear about, any feedback you have. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace out, guys. Peace out. Bye.